This is Manya from Friendshipable, a Project BFF podcast. Along with my co-host Terry, we love talking about friendships, talking with others who think about friendships, and learning about these important relationships in our lives. If you like this content, please support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash projectbff, or subscribe to the podcast via your favorite podcast app. If you have a podcast, consider hosting it on Buzzsprout. We love it. They make it so easy. And we have a link in our show notes for you. Thanks. I hope you enjoy this episode. Good afternoon, Terry. How are you today? I am having a great afternoon. I am also having a great afternoon. Well, I looked and I looked forward to our time together to do this. So that's part of what's making a great afternoon, too. You know what? That's part of what's making it great for me, too. Yes. Because we are here recording episode number 37 of mm-hmm. Friendshipable, a Project BFF podcast. And today's topic is joining a group of existing friends. Mm-hmm. And we have, I'm sure most of us have had that feeling of trying or wanting to try to break into a group of people who already know each other. How about you, Terry? Have you ever experienced that? Well, well, whenever I hear this top, you know, this topic about, you know, making not only making new one-on-one friends, but joining a group, I immediately picture the schoolyard I had in elementary school. Oh. <laughs> and I, I just think it's a matter of, you know, walking into the schoolyard and I, I don't have any traumatic experiences that I could think of unless I'm blocking them out. But, and it was a school I was in for eight years. So I knew everybody, but just knowing that there are different groups going on. And um, so who am I going to hang out? Oh, they're playing jump rope, but maybe I, if I get a chance or, you know, the, and God knows there's tons of dynamics about that, but that's when I think of, you know, making a group of friends um, and, and trying to be part of an existing group. Yeah, it's maybe some of what we learned in the playground still applies to us as adults. Maybe that's a whole nother topic. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I actually think it does apply. And I do think we need to have that. It is topic. another topic. Yep. Playground, yep. politics, and friends. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's so funny. Now you said that I started picturing my um, school playground and I also went to the same elementary school for eight years. So uh-huh. it was largely the same group of people that yeah. I knew everyone, but there were groups, right? There were people oh, who were closer absolutely. friends and, yeah. you know, I think wanting to join a group of existing friends kind of hits at what I think is some anxiety for a lot of people, even if you don't really have, you know, official Mm -hmm. social anxiety, I think there's just always that fear of being accepted. And if the, you know, it's sort of breaking into this group of people who already like each other. Uh Now it's not this one person. Will they like me? Will they think I'm cool? Will they want to play with me or hang Mm -hmm. out with me? Mm -hmm. But it's this whole group of people. Will they like me? Will they think I'm cool? And um, I just think it, it brings up 
a lot of those primal fears about making <laughs> friends. Those primal playground fears. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and you know, one of the things I, um, and we've got some um, articles to refer to that had some good points in it, but I also, it's one of the things that's hard of breaking into an existing group is waiting until all right you don't have the history that they had so that when they all talk about the night that x y and z happened or the trip they took to so to such and such a place and that is very you know and again we've probably all been there and i and and i i can <laughs> i can picture myself at those kind of scenarios where i'm probably going really you know like really trying to be engaged in the conversation um and so those are those are tough hurdles to kind of work through but as i say it if i'm already listening to their history together that means i'm already physically with the group so that's step right. one <laughs> right right actually physically placing yourself there or or virtually via zoom oh yeah yeah you know what's as we were reading about this topic one of the interesting things i was reading was you know, that not every group of friends is open to adding new people to their group. Mm -hmm. So in your example, if you think about it, if that, if you're, you know, five or six people and you're sitting there, you're, you know, we're, we're fully post pandemic and everybody's just out at a restaurant and you're hanging out and you've joined them, you know, if they start telling a story that doesn't include you, you know, this is not a pure science here, what I'm saying, but you can tell if people are open to other people joining the group. If somebody turns to you and says, oh, Terry, this was the trip that we took to, you know, Japan a couple of years ago. And she's sharing the story because this and this happened versus them telling the story. And maybe you even saying to somebody, oh, when was that? Yeah. And sort of nobody really trying to bring you into the conversation because it's fine that they had experiences before you yeah, got absolutely. there, but it's how open are they to, to bringing you into the topic or mm -hmm. at least bringing you up to speed with what they're all talking about. Mm -hmm. And, you know, not every group for all sorts of perfectly legitimate reasons aren't really open to kind of expanding their group of friends in that moment. Yeah. And that's one of the, that kind of example is, I found that in one of the readings that there are five basics of making friends. Mm -hmm. And what you just described is finding in a way to me is finding common ground. So if somebody, you know, took the time to explain the, the frame of reference, mm -hmm. then what's to say I haven't been there myself or I hadn't done something similar. Right. Um, so the other basics of the five that are suggested to, to be able to bring your, you know, join a group of friends is to one, show interest, mm -hmm. probably in the types of things that they've done, to be friendly for one. I mean, you want to be part of this friend group. So being yes. friendly is very important. <laughs> that's that's going to, that should be the number one. Um, making others feel good mm -hmm. around you um finding common ground yeah. and then when the group is doing something being there when it counts 
you know, to really show interest in the group that if they're doing something in particular and say, hey, we're doing, we're going here for the day, uh, you know, and, and they've already, and they're inviting you to come, right. show up where it counts. Right. So, um, and so also if, if thinking about a group of existing friends, it's not this monolithic thing that all groups of friends are exactly the same and the way to get into them, you just need to know the trick. It's, you know, each group has its own personality and uh-huh. each group has its own level of closeness. Mm-hmm. If you are, if it's a group of friends you're trying to break into and they all met in you know, in your, in your fifties and they all met when they were in first grade and yeah. have been buddies oh. forever. That's a different kind of group. Maybe they're not open to new people joining versus maybe, you know, a group of coworkers who get together every once in a while and it's pretty loosely defined and you just aren't part of it yet. Mm-hmm. That might be a little bit easier to be, to, to get in touch with, or, you know, maybe it's a group of people who got together because they all like to play softball or they right, all, right. you know, so if, if that is something you also like to do, then that is, is a way that's going to connect you to them. Mm-hmm. Um, so every, just like every individual person, every group has its own personality and its own right. works and its own openness to adding people to the group. And as someone who's wanting to break in mm-hmm. some of those steps that you just talked about, Terry, that's a way to, to see if you can, you know, get yourself in there once you've identified this mm-hmm. group of people you mm-hmm. want to join. It's interesting. I just pictured, you know, that kind of scenario. And if you're, if you're having dinner with a, a group of five or six or whatever, um, friends, existing friends, you, your connection to it is that one or two people that you either work with or you do something, some mm-hmm. other activity with. And so the, in my mind, if you're invited to, to join the larger group, you already know you like the one person that's in the group right? or that right. you have something in common with them. So it's kind of, it's not so much taking a leap of faith, but it is being open enough to see, well, let's see if this spreads out, you know, amongst this entire group right. that there's something. And, but it, it does give you and you have to be aware of it. It gives you something to contribute to this group of strangers. You already know one person in the group right. and you have a common reference. So right. it, it does take um, a, awareness and an outgoing um, approach mm-hmm. to, to even try to make it work. It definitely takes an effort. Yeah. And I, as we've talked about in various episodes of the podcast, I think sometimes we forget that friendships may require an effort and sometimes Mm -hmm. starting Mm -hmm. a friendship, whether it's with an individual or a group might require that, that myself as the person trying to do it, or yourself as the person trying to do it, need to get out of our comfort zone. Yeah. And one of the tricks that they talked about, and I was in one of the articles I read about this, I really liked it was kind of get out of your own mind and focus on the environment. So Mm -hmm. it's very easy for all of us when we're feeling uncomfortable and we're feeling out of place socially 
to just be thinking about how uncomfortable we feel and how out of place we feel. <laughs> how, how soon could I leave? And yes, how soon can I leave? And, oh, you know, they're talking about travel and I never travel. Uh-huh. But, you know, or they're talking about somebody and I don't know that person, so I can't right. really join in the conversation. Right. And it's easy to kind of get trapped in our own head about all of the things that we are not bringing to the table. Mm-hmm. And I think the idea is just... you know, listen and focus on the environment, focus on what they're saying, get out of your own head, listen for things you can contribute to, right. Um, you know, kind of feel the atmosphere around you. Are people lighthearted and funny? Can you, you know, is that something you can contribute to? Is everybody really serious? Cause they're talking about a serious topic. Then you don't want to come in telling jokes. It's Mm -hmm. kind of read the room, quote unquote. Right. Um, Right. But you know, it, The idea is that many of us, I would say most, if not all of us can feel that anxiety. And it's when we get caught up in our own heads and worried about what we're going to say or do that actually makes it harder to, Mm -hmm. to kind of connect with people. Mm -hmm. So just a reminder to, in those difficult circumstances, get out of our own heads. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, you touched on some of the things that um, that I found that were defined as strategies mm-hmm. for um, entering or going into an existing group. And it's one of the things that made me laugh a little bit, but it's true. It's we're, so we're using an example where we we have an entry into it that we yes. know somebody, but maybe sometimes that won't be the case. And in, in that kind of situation, what the advice is to find the friendliest members mm-hmm. Yes, and start. And I, 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 it made me kind of laugh a little. It's like, all right, so that has, you know, you have to try to determine or just kind of guess who that might be. And it could be in there, you know, just the way they welcome you into the group, you'll know that, yes. but it's um, so find the friendliest members um, can I, can I interrupt? I have a oh, please. Example. Yeah. 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 Perfect example of that. Okay. So this was, so a little bit different than trying to find new friends, but I was uh-huh. at a networking event uh-huh. and it's a similar kind of experience, right? Where absolutely yeah. people standing there talking, you don't know how they know each other, but you want to get in there and kind of start talking. Cause that's why you're there. So we were at this bar here in Boston and there were a group of, I think about six people together. And I mm-hmm. just sort of took a deep breath and I kind of put myself in, in networker mode. Like, uh-huh. you know, this is my role right here. I'm supposed to be networking. I'm walking and up I, to you and I'm talking to you. Yes. <laughs> and I walked in, I sort of, you know, walked into the circle and they kind of physically expanded to fit me. Uh-huh. In the and I waited until there was a little bit of a lull in the conversation. And I said, hello. And the two people who were just immediately to my right said hello. And the person who was directly across from me looked at me down his nose. He was taller than I was. And he literally did that sort of looking down his nose. And he said, Oh, what? She's networking. Oh. Oh. And a couple of the other people on my left sort of giggled and he turned his back to me and continued to talk with those other people who giggled when he said that. And the two people on my right, who had been very friendly and welcoming, 
just sort of gave him a dirty look and then turned and we formed our own group. But that feeling is exactly oh. why people don't try to break into groups. Yes. Oh. It was, I've obviously, this was probably 15 years ago and I have still remembered it because mm-hmm. it was so gross. And the people who did talk to me were the friendliest ones in the group. And we had a lovely time uh-huh. having a conversation and, you know, we're not, we're not friends anymore. We, uh, the story no, is not but... that in my best friends. Yeah. 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 But that kind of response I of, yeah. that he gave was so gross. It just was so, and by the way, antithetical to showing up to a networking function, which exactly, exactly. Um, but, you know, I know that's what people are afraid of trying to break into a group. So yeah. the truth is it does sometimes happen. And, yeah. but that didn't say anything about me. That said everything about who he was Mm -hmm. and those other people who kind of turned away with him, that's them. That's, that doesn't Mm -hmm. say anything about how Mm -hmm. cool and wickedly awesome I am. (laughs) Exactly. I, I picture, and you, at that kind of event, you don't know how many of those people were meeting for the first time also, but I just am entertaining myself with thinking of the the word bubbles that popped if that popped up or the reaction of all the other people in the circle like the people who knew him went there he goes again or the people who had never met him before or the people who turned to you and said hi yes <laughs> but oh what uh yeah the and the way you tell it, it it's just like it looks like it was yesterday but that is Oh, wow. That is really, that's, that's a great, great example of this. That is the best example of this. So, and, um, you know, and in that moment, I did feel crappy. Absolutely. And, you know, we moved past it and, and I chatted with these people, but I've always remembered it partly because of how it made me feel or how he didn't make me feel anyway, how I felt. Right. Said that. Right. Was rejected and, Mm -hmm. and feeling like feeling stupid for, for sort of stepping into this group, even though the whole goal of the event was to meet new people. Right. Um, Right. So, you know, so I know how people feel. I know how it feels to try to, to break into a group. And, you know, if just hopefully if you're ever standing, if you're ever trying to break into a group that I'm part of, whether we're networking or we're all just standing around, I really do try to be that person who turns to the new person and says, welcome, mm-hmm. who are you? Tell us about yourself because I know how hard that is to walk yeah. up to a group yeah. and have that fear of being rejected. Yeah. And that could be, you know, so, and you're saying, so tell us who you are and, you know, what, you know, what brought you here. That's all that takes. That doesn't take that much to make somebody not feel the way you felt when yeah. this guy went, no, look, that's it. Turn around. Um, wow. But yeah, it's so that, and that's what it's, you know, being friendly is all about <laughs> yes. finding the friend. And that's, that's just being, and that's just being a person to, yeah. to kind of, you know, if you're all at the same thing. Yeah. 
man. Yeah. You know, and I probably wouldn't even have remembered the story. And it mm -hmm. probably has happened in other places where maybe the other person, maybe one of the people in the group isn't really interested, but they just don't say anything. And maybe okay. they, just, they just turn away or they say hello and then they sort of turn yeah. away. And yeah. that's fine. There is a way in every situation of of weaving yourself in and weaving yourself out yes and without making anybody feel that without making anybody feel bad about themselves yeah without saying anything really and without saying anything yeah. all you can think of is like gray must be fun to work with him so yeah don't yeah but but yeah, we all know those people. We all know those people. And we I think many of us know that feeling, whether we got it that explicitly or not. I mean, he did the great favor of just oh, saying yeah. the quiet part out loud. Yeah. Um, so it was really easy for me to never even want to talk to him for the rest of the evening. Yes. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's and then like like you were saying, then I connected with the people who were mm -hmm. the friendliest in the group. Mm -hmm. And we chatted and we got he to kind of self-selected the group for you by <laughs> doing that. And then the group kind of went, all right, mm -mm. some went with him and some stayed in the other the other group. Exactly. So, but yeah, so that's the friendliest member. And just quickly, some of the other recommendations is um have a mindset of approach, have an approach mindset, just like you did. You want, mm -hmm. that's also the example that you're there for, you know, you've made the decision to go. So approach people, um, make inroads to join a conversation, yeah. you know, in the existing friend group. And, and as I, I would imagine as things ideally, you know, progress and you spend more time with the group, single out people for one-on-one -on -one time get mm -hmm. to know one or two of the individuals on a certain level. I know with a group of friends I have in some trips we've taken as a group, if everybody's starting from a separate point, you get to spend more time. So if some people are gathering at one place to do the drive someplace and yes. that's, that's all the time, we've had a different conversation than when we go into the group, we might reference it with the group, but it, it does create a, a certain one-on-one -on -one that we're not going to have, you know, with the rest of the group. Right. Because, because the point is while you are joining a group of friends, mm -hmm. you are actually making friends with individuals who are yes. in the group. Yes. So you have to remember that, that, that you're making friends with the individuals who are in the group. So, in addition to kind of getting to know one or two really closely, you still want to be friendly and open to everybody mm -hmm. because you mm -hmm. are building, if you're joining five, a group of five people, you are building five new relationships. Yeah. Yeah. Um, of varying levels. They don't all have to become close friends. Right. But, but it is to remember that these are individuals that you are becoming friends with. Right. And as a group, you're all bringing your own personal um, characteristics and, yes. and what's what you you're contributing to the growth of the and the strength of the the relationships in the group so yes yeah yeah well we're about out of time right now do you have any sage 
words you want to share or we've kind of ended on a note where we know I feel really good about you know the way we we brought all of this because I I think all of our listeners probably again are picturing themselves in the circle or in the the playground Um, I think everybody appreciates that and so hopefully some of these examples of, of things to do are helpful Yes. And the only sage words I want to say are to repeat some sage words that you just said, which is to remember that you, as someone trying to come into the group, you bring something to the group too. Mm -hmm. You Mm -hmm. bring something to each of those people and to the group dynamic. And if they don't know it in the beginning, they're going to know it soon. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So if you're feeling trepidatious early on, just remember you're bringing a lot to the table. Definitely. Definitely. So So have fun learning, have have fun growing a group. Yes. And good luck. And um, good luck with breaking into those groups, whether you are networking or not, you have a right to be there. (laughs) Exactly. You do. Thank you, everybody, for joining us for Friendshipable, a Project BFF podcast. We're thrilled to be sharing this topic with you today. Mm -hmm. And we will, um, I guess we will see you or you will hear us next time. You will. We'll be there. Bye-bye. Bye.